Before we go to Stangl and Sereny, which is very strong stuff, let us improve our mental digestive system and for that go back to Epstein and Maxwell. How the press and TV deals with it is quite misleading. Oh my God, what monsters the two were. Very unusual and out of the ordinary. No guys, that's a lie. The fact is that they were very popular and a lot of the elite joined in with them. Epstein and Maxwell just showed all too clearly what our so-called high society is like. Now we have to get an answer to the question what child abuse is. Why? The old and younger farts involved preferred young girls. There are probably two reasons. A mature woman would not have been too impressed with them sexually. Of course, the money would have offered some compensation for some who needed it. So these human zeros needed to leave an impression like someone who wants to leave his footprint in a freshly fallen snow. They mess up the snow, but the footprints are there forever. I tell you, this really works. I have seen it too often. But in my opinion, it is a very cheap trick to be remembered. On the surface, it's all about sex. On a deeper level, it is the desire of a zero to become a one for as many others as possible. This deeper level drives the sex and makes the dull, repetitive performances interesting over and over again. Now let me talk about the victims. One could say that these young girls were guilty themselves because they were attracted by the money offered. You are paid now to have to ask yourself for what? Rich people are cheap in general. I know rich millionaires who eat old food I would not offer to my dog. They buy things in second-hand stores. So if they pay you, you have to give something in return. Yes, this is all true. The problem is only that to be poor as the girls were is considered a disgrace in modern America. Let me paint a contrasting picture. Let us go back 200 years into Bavaria. There were the noblemen on top of a king, on top a king. Then the clergy, the government officials, the trades such as carpenters, blacksmith, the peasants and farmer, and the poor. Everybody went to church on Sunday. Everybody had its, its place. Everybody knew one thing, personal honor. The poor kids were clothes which were mended but clean. Father and mother were decent people for whom their honor was very important. What else could they have but, as, uh, but a good reputation? If you were the child of a nobleman, 
who also had a big estate, you would play with the poor children of your agricultural workers and not think about ridiculing them for their many clothes. That's how they were. It that's, was what meant to be poor. That was expected. You'd share your clothes with them when you had outgrown them, and you were happy to see the joy of your poor friend. What a difference to today's children. How do they ridicule the poorer kids? who then exert enormous pressure on their parents to get them fancy clothes. There is no other word for it but decay. For today's kids it's not about poverty or money as such, it's about honor too, in a very twisted way. It's a shame a dishonor to be poor. And so it is for many adults. They buy so many things just to be respected or envied. They might be stressed out by it, become unhappy. That's not so important. How stupid is all that? We need to clear up another thing. What what is the really damaging element in the abuse of a 14-year-old by Epstein and Maxwell? Is it really the premature sex? Well, first we have to admit that the, girl, the girls are already damaged good, as is the rest of society. The damage is that they equate poverty, poverty with dishonor. That makes people very vulnerable. They become consumer slaves, which is wanted by capitalists. Now you might think that I'm a lefty, sort of a communist, when I talk this way. But we owe them one thing. Adolf Hitler would never have been possible in the USA. Why? Do you know what Nazi means? NA is an uh, acronym for national and C for socialists. The Nazis were socialists, in the beginning at least. Then they shot the radicals later on and made a deal with the capitalists and military. However, they still had too much power to be trusted by an American capitalist. What if they decide to go after my money? So the left-wingers should be grateful to the capitalists, who also helped the communist Russians in World War II, with enormous military help. Another uh, a caution follows. Sometimes you should even feed wolves. Well, as long as they are useful. Then another caution. The Epstein story is like a bright spotlight shining into your eyes. We become blind for a while. Not everybody in high society might be of their kind. Sensational stories can make us overgeneralize. We never personally meet Mr. or Mrs. High Society, all of it at once. We just meet a part of them, if invited, into their fancy, mafia-style, glamorous abodes. 
Here they turn around each other in an unreal dance of self-celebration and make-believe. How great are we? No. How ridiculous are you? So now we go to Stangl and Ser the Serenade book. I have my third copy now. The first one I bought about 50 years ago in a shop in Beerwang, Tirol, Austria. Serenade asked me where I had bought it, and I told her she was surprised and said, the Austrians never want to have anything to do with Adolf Hitler. Well, that certainly was true for Imperial Vienna. Adolf never made it there, not enough. When everything broke down in World War I, he speculated that the catastrophe presented opportunities. Internally, he was still a lower-class Austrian with great illusions. I have an Austrian medal from World War I, which was issued to commemorate the death of the Austrian Emperor at the end of 1916. The war had not been going well, too well for the Austrians. A problem was that the Austrian army was composed of different nationalities. The soldiers spoke different languages, so communication and therefore effectiveness suffered. The back of the medal depicts two queens, the Queen of Austria and the Queen of Hungary. Around them is the following inscription. Moriamur pro rege nostro. We will die for our king. True, the war was only at halftime. Then, Austria erit in orbe ultima. Austria will be the greatest in the world. Wrong. It was going to shrink down just to the part inhabited by the German-speaking Austrians. Although three high-ranking Nazis were from Austria, Hitler, Eichmann and Stangl, I find it incomprehensible why the Austrians were so hesitant to go after the two survivors. The best defense is obviously to go after the bad apples in your courtyard. So why this hesitation to help the Jews to get a hold of Eichmann and Stangl? The same hesitation can also be observed with the Germans. Well, a lot of the old Nazis were still there. The Americans did not want to destabilize either country by going after all the Nazis. That is the surface level, which we can plainly see. However, there is a deeper level. The phenomenon of the Nazi movement cannot be understood by participants. Why is that? Because the Nazis are not really introspective. This is true for every movement. If you are a mover yourself, you are moving but not soul-searching. If you did the latter, you would stop to act. The same is true also for the Israelis and the Arabs today. It is true for any actor. Forces from below take over any actor. Let me talk about the Jews. 
My doctor is Jewish. We are German. Doris and Elodie, daughter and granddaughter, come with me during each visit. Doris. I don't think she really likes us. I. What do you expect? We are German. At one time, I tell the doctor, you know, I love the books by Isaac Bashevis Singer, who had gotten the Nobel Prize. I think I sent him a book once from Germany. It was about 40 years ago. Then I also called him. He lived in Miami. His wife, I believe her name was Alma, tells me that Isaac is blind now. I think this guy probably read a lot. That must be hard for him. So I sent him a music box. The doctor was quite surprised. Finally, I gave her a Hebrew language DVD, which was used for American Foreign Service personnel. I also found a copy of a Hebrew book written by a German rabbi and printed in Warsaw, Poland. One of the few copies that survived the Holocaust. Then Doris said afterwards, now I think she trusts and likes us. You see how difficult it is to penetrate such a barrier? The Jews have been persecuted for so long. But do you think that they understand themselves why? I read the book by a German Jew who wondered about that endlessly. But it's actually pretty easy. The persecution has increased their intelligence because they need to outsmart their enemies. Now they can outcompete them, which leads to animosity, and so on, and so on, and so on. The Jews have erected a protective psychological layer around, around them. They might not even be aware of it. I know some Muslims. In a certain respect, they are quite similar to Germans. Both have the tendency to lose personal boundaries and to unite into one blob. The Germans might need, it beer, might need beer for that, or a beloved leader. But for both, it is, it is an ideal to have very intimate personal relationship. You lose yourself in a friend or a group. When you put a group of standoffish Jewish amongst them, who even outcompete them, then you have the usual scenario of anti-Semitism. I talk about to talk about racism is just idiotic. The above scenario can be reenacted race independently. Now let me talk about an experiment of mine. I mentioned two letters by two famous Jews before, Anna Freud, Sigmund Freud's daughter, and Sir Karl Popper, an eminent philosopher. Both letters are in German and clearly say to whom they are addressed. Gerhard Kreuz, who is me. I stapled the two letters together and put on Anna Freud's letters stickers of my podcast, which say, Podcast by Gerhard Kreuz. Now, 
That is kind of a riddle because the letters are 40 years old. But it is clear how to solve it. Listen to the podcast. I distributed these letters to all Jewish federations from Virginia down to Florida. My prediction is now, there will be no downloads. The barrier is just too high. Maybe the Jews could have learned something from an outsider, but as usual, insiders often only learn from insiders. It's only us who know our house because we live in it. My answer is, have you ever seen it from the outside? Maybe it's in need of some repair. There is a very important thing we can learn. Barriers prevent learning and self-correction. Look, I came to the USA totally on my own. No firm helped me, nobody sponsored me. For many, I was a Nazi, a so-called comedian before a large crowd once greeted me with a Heil Hitler when he heard from someone that I was German. The whole crowd roared with laughter. I had to deal with much more discrimination than any Jew or African American. I had to drive four hours daily from Greensboro to Rocky Mount, Virginia because the relatively backward North Carolinians felt intimidated by me and did not give me a job. I had no protective community. And I tell you what, I don't need and don't, I don't want any. You always have to pay for protection. I'm sure you know uh, because you have watched gangster movies. I once spoke to a black lady about my recent experiences with the German government. Her eyes became wide and she looked at me and at me and Doris and said, there seem to be places worse than here. I, you bet. But let us go back to the infamous three, Hitler, Eichmann, Stangl, all born and raised in Aust or raised in Austria. A pure coincidence that they came from Austria? I actually like the Austrians better than the Germans. My best year in high school was in Austria. The teachers were much nicer than the German nutcrackers. My tendency is also not to shift the blame from the Germans to the Austrians. The world had to drink the poison cup in World War II, which killed many. I want to find out where the ingredients of the poisons come from. Three major leaders of the Nazis come from Austria. All of them dislike foreigners. Why? People in Austria were a mixture of nationalities, which did not like each other very much. There was a language and ethnicity barrier, which made the Austrians lure lose many actions in World War I. A great multinational empire collapsed. The dream of a great empire remained, however, this time with greater uniformity, that is, a common language. Then all three of them were lower class 
and low achievers. Where do you look? Upwards to the noblemen and the rich. You hate and you envy them. You want to get rid of the nobility because you can never become, become one of them. You want to become rich. You steal from the rich. One of the richest men was, men was a Jewish steel tycoon, Wittgenstein. The revolutionaries have two justifications for the plunders. You are a member of a filthy race, or you are a member of the blood-sucking upper class. Of course, you have to kill the people to take over their possessions. The strange thing is that people still believe the race crap of the Nazis. Of course the Nazis believed in it too. As I said, Nazis are not really introspective. And not many people admit the ignoble motivation of their greedy actions. So where are the Germans in this picture? Well, let me tell you what Bismarck said about them. They are always against the government because they are never satisfied. They want more and more, and the respective government is in their way. They are very capable, but perennial revolutionaries. First they obstruct the obstructed the monarchy, and after it collapsed, they obstructed the Weimar Republic. Now it combined the German powder cake with the Austrians' use, then you got yourself a nice, a nice explosion. Thanks for listening, Gerard.